Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. I'm William. And we're doing a little bit of a continuation of last week's episode in that we're going to talk about some more scary clowns tonight. That's right. Last week, Kristen gave us the full history of Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Mm -hmm. And I have looked up some other famous frightening clowns throughout pop culture history. And I'm going to give you sort of a smorgasbord, a taster's choice. I'm sending it back. I don't want that smorgasbord, (laughs) nor that cup of tasters. I've got bad news for you. There's nothing else on the menu. Yeah. Well, then I'll starve. Okay. (laughs) These are essentially my favorites of the popular clowns in media. But before we get to all of that, we want to point everybody's attention over to patreon.com slash gttupod, where we have revamped the way that we have handled uh, uh, the donations, the rewards, the tiers, and everything. That's right. We're going out a whole new door. Yeah. There are now two tiers. If you are a person who has already been backing us on Patreon, unfortunately, Patreon's about to force you to select one of these two tiers if you want to get some of the bonus stuff that we're talking about. Right. And there's a post already on the Patreon feed. If you're already a donor, you can go check it out that explains how to do that. We can't do it for you. They don't let us. So it's really important that you go to that post and read the instructions and place yourself into the tier that you want. It's super duper easy. It takes two seconds, but we just can't do it. So you have to. Yes. So uh, just as historically, we've got a tier that is just where you can donate to Guide to the Unknown uh, because you enjoy the show. No Mm -hmm. strings attached. You will become a mysterious benefactor that's right at the low 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 cost of a minimum of one dollar per month that's right we really appreciate your patronage yes and now we've got a fancy new tier mm-hmm. minimum of four dollars a month you can become one of our netherworld warriors yeah many of you already have switched over to this brand new tier mm-hmm. and gained access to cool new stuff like a new patreon exclusive guide to the unknown spinoff podcast netherworld dispatch that's right so there are going to be new episodes of the netherworld dispatch once a month every month on the 15th an episode will come out and you'll be able to access that episode either through the patreon feed directly or there's this cool option where you can take an rss feed link place that into the podcast app that you use already for all your other podcasts and when you do that the guide to the unknown netherworld dispatch will appear just like any regular podcast would in your podcast app it's very cool yeah they can sit side by side the main show which will remain free yep and come out every week on fridays as always and yes. now the netherworld dispatch exclusive to our netherworld warriors that's right who donate at minimum four dollars a month you can make that five hundred dollars a month if you want just edit by the all field. means yes uh but uh right this second if you were to do this you would get access to our it chapter two review uh it's up right this second you can add it to your phone and stuff take a listen to this Hello, and welcome to the Netherworld Dispatch. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. It's like our theme song, but warped. Yeah, I can't can't play any more of that for you. The bosses would have my hide. That's right. We're the bosses. Mm -hmm. Uh, But so go check that out. That's patreon.com slash gttupod. You can get the Netherworld Dispatch. You can get bonus stuff like Kristen and I played a horror game called Outlast. You can Mm -hmm. watch us play that. Watch us get scared because we actually got scared playing it. Yes, it scared the hell out of me. And we played it for a while. We weren't 
great at it. It was kind of lagging. So we were like, let's look up the plot yeah. of this video game. So we kind of got the full story, but we can bounce. Yeah. So we did and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. So go check that out right now. Thank you all so much to all who donate. Yes. Uh, if you've been truly. donating to us all this time, thank you. Please remember to pick one of the new tiers. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you become a brand new Netherworld warrior, yeah. I really hope that you enjoy the exclusive stuff and look forward to more. Yeah. We have some cool ideas that are going to be fun. So go check that out at patreon.com slash GTTU pod. And without any further ado, let's talk yes. about some spooky clowns mm -hmm. throughout pop culture yeah. history. Hit me. I, I'm going to start you off with I'm just, just sort keep, of. Keep <laughs> quoting my favorite spooky clown, the Joker. Yeah. We're going out a whole new door. Yeah. And when I said hit me, I was referencing the Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah, I just weird. didn't do that voice. Yeah. Well, I bet if you were to take a tally of how often I quote the Joker and oh, William. <laughs> I was doing a slow clap like the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, when does he do a slow clap? Or my new favorite Joker quote, I'm just so sad. Oh, All God. I have are negative thoughts. Never. My no new favorite <laughs> fun Joker quotes. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> I'm sad. Ugh. Who's Mama. laughing now? My mommy. <laughs> Mama, I'll give you a bath. <laughs> Even though you seem perfectly able to waltz with me. Yes, Frances Conroy yes. doesn't need somebody to help her no, take a bath. She's more than capable. The new Joker movie is providing some of my favorite quotes. Mama, <laughs> time for your bath. Can't wait to see it. Yeah. We'll talk about the Joker someday. I don't, I really don't want to see it. Anyway. Uh, so here are some famous clowns that I won't be talking about, mm -hmm. but I do want to acknowledge, acknowledge. exist. Yes. The Violator from Spawn, played by John Leguizamo. Ew, 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 ew. I've never seen Spawn, so this is unfair of me, I guess. But I've, you know, I understand what Spawn is, and it looks disgusting and upsetting, and I want no part of it. I remember there used to be um, action figures, like Spawn action yeah. figures all over. What was that um, DVD store in the mall oh, that man. you patronized? Um, <laughs> Sun uh, Suncoast. Yeah. They had a lot of spawn action figures. Suncoast was awesome. They had the movie Maniacs line of toys, which yeah. I finally ended up getting as an adult man child. Yep. My ghost face and my uh, Blair Witch movie Maniacs Actually, line. that has a spawn little ad in the bottom of it. Like, if I look up, it says spawn. Oh, yeah, spawn. you're right. Spawn.com. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. But that was a big deal. Yes. Yeah. So the Violator from Spawn. I know literally nothing about him. Maybe I'll look him up someday. Okay. Um, uh, the Clown Doll from Poltergeist. Okay. Nothing really There's to say there, but it's just like a famous... That is an iconic clown, for yep. sure, in horror. A clown zombie from the movie Zombieland, which I know was kind of a big deal. Okay. Another gross one that I refuse to look up is Captain Spaulding from no House of a Thousand Corpses. Nope. Um, Devil's Rejects, which you had a DVD of in your bedroom when we lived together for some reason. I don't know. No, I've never seen Devil's mm. Rejects. I know what you're talking Maybe about. Maybe a friend of yours brought it no, over. No, no, no. I... But possession is nine-tenths of the law. I saw that you had it, and I'm... I thought less of you for it. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. I must have gotten it. I don't think I even owned it because I remember I put it in, and I was like, no, and I've never seen it, truly. I can so explain I why I have yeah, this. No, no, I'm not kidding. I remember being like, oh, absolutely not. I don't know if I like bought it from the English town flea market because yeah. I like horror, so I like bought stuff. But I did have it in my room, but I've literally never seen it. It's I've so seen funny. Five minutes, maybe? Uh, there's so many things that I've forgotten in my life, but yeah. the fact that I recall <laughs> that I saw that you possessed a copy of The Devil's Rejects was something that I like distinctly remember being like, Kristen. And what? it's very funny to me that you're like, let me explain. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> it's like a kid being caught with drugs. Yes. 
a Rob Zombie movie. I can't movie. imagine that I owned it. I could see myself like renting it from Netflix and you opened the thing. I think a friend of yours brought it over and it Maybe, yeah. maybe. Um Pogo the Clown. What? That's a name I remember, but I don't know who that is. John Wayne Gacy. Oh, of course. Yeah, who yeah, yeah. is uh, famously remembered as a serial killer who dressed up like a clown. Yes. Here's the thing. He did not dress up like a clown when he killed people. Right. It was just that he was also a clown. He was so also it made a clown. It creepy. And uh, from what I've seen, John Wayne Gacy infrequently dressed up like Pogo the Clown at all. Mm-hmm. But it was once he was behind bars, he used to draw pictures of himself as Pogo the Clown yeah. to sell them. Yes. So it became sort of a monetary thing. And I've seen him. some of those paintings live. They were at the Museum of Crime and Punishment in D.C., which is now defunct. Huh. That's also where I saw the weird um, infographic of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in an electric chair. Oh. You can see that if you go to our social media at GTTUPod everywhere. That's so funny. You were I just talked, talking about that. Yeah, I talked about it on some episode, and then I posted the picture of That's it. And so I weird. tried to get him to respond. I was like, so remember the story of how this happened, Vincent D'Onofrio? And I didn't get anything. Respond to me, D'Onofrio. Yeah. I demand answers. <laughs> Um, there is a very popular clown from the last couple of years, uh, a, a character called Art the Clown, oh. comes from a movie called Terrifier. Oh. Is a black and white clown with a long pointy witch nose and okay. a little teeny tiny hat positioned on top of his head. Very popular, like cult horror film. Like Pagliacci style? Yes. Are I, you going to talk about Crazy Joe Davola? Right there. Very good. Crazy Joe Davola as Pagliacci. And I even wrote Weakness, Cherry Banaka. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I see. No, it's I almost literal. read it second. I decided to save it as the grand finale of this mini section. <laughs> I'm sorry that I <laughs> that I brought it out before it was time. Weakness, Weakness cherry banaka. <laughs> as if it was on his like trading card, you know. Stats. Or like when I was talking about like John John the Killer or whatever his name was that um that viral guy who's like Slenderman's cousin or something. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Josh the, the killer. Nice Fred or something. <laughs> yeah, Mean Freddy. Mean Fred. I'm not sure, but he remember like there was a like villains wiki. Yeah. And it had strengths and weaknesses. Yeah and weaknesses, yeah yeah. They were like very funny. Strengths. Yes, that's right. It was yes. like doesn't like being told what to do. And like, yeah, like strengths were like drinking. Right. <laughs> it was like all right. <laughs> a teen wrote this. We get it. I was. I remember it was like drinking. No, I know you're right. It's just, it's just so crazy. I know. <laughs> I would count. By the way, that crazy Joe Davola episode where he dresses up like Pagliacci, um, I would say that that plays into my burgeoning interest and love of horror growing up because yeah. we had that on tape. And that's a weirdly like somewhat serious sometimes and a little bit like threatening or tense episode of Seinfeld. It's yes. funny to say, but it really is true. Like, I can't think of another one where they have kind of like themes and beats like that. Like, I don't want to oversell moments. it whatsoever. It's still completely a comedy show, but like they have things where you're supposed to be like, oh, like I think the audience is like, Ugh, yeah, it's I scary. think doesn't he have a gun or something? And he's listening to, um, he's yeah, listening yeah. to Pagliacci and crying. He's, um, he's, he's pumping iron, he's listening pumping to iron? Pagliacci and crying. But Elaine comes to his apartment and she sees that he has tons of pictures of her on the wall that he took with a telephoto lens. Yeah. She sprays him in the eyes with Banaka to get out of there. Then he's dressed up like Pagliacci. Is it to stalk Elaine because he knows that she's going to see Pagliacci? I think so. Something like or that. Or like to see Jerry because he knows he's going to be at Pagliacci. He's going to kick his ass or something. Because I, I know that they're a little like one of the things that the audience goes like Ugh, about is that on the way some street toughs are talking to Joe 
Travola in his Pagliacci outfit, and they're like, "What are you doing, clown? Right. Oh, you're such a loser, clown!" And he <laughs> it's the like the end of the movie. It chapter yeah, two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he like fully ends them. He like karate kicks them and stuff. And you're like, "Oh, this guy is like violent and scary." Yeah. And then yeah, so he comes up to Elaine and Jerry uh, in line for Pagliacci. That is it. He's he wants to catch them together or whatever. And um, the clown, he's being weird and they don't know who it is yet. And then Elaine's like, do you smell that? It smells like cherry yes. banaka. And she's like, oh, my God. And then I don't remember how he's dispatched. I don't know. I don't remember how he's dispatched. But like yeah. they know that they've got to get out of there basically. Yes. Because, yeah. yeah. And I used to watch it all the time. I mean, we used to watch Seinfeld all the time anyway with like VHS tapes of it. But that was one that I would go back to. And I'm like, ooh, I want my fun Seinfeld but with a tinge of horror. So weird. I know. Yeah. And then he corners Kramer. Yes. And he goes, did you ever like the circus? And he's like, no, I, w- I was always afraid of the circus. Because I was uh, He's so good. scared of the clowns. He's like smiling to himself, but like, uh. And then Joe goes, are you still afraid of clowns? <laughs> yeah. And the audience laughs, but it's not no, funny. No, it's unsettling. It's, it's, it's very, a real weird episode. odd. But yeah, Joe DiVola, crazy Joe DiVola as Pagliacci made mm. the list. All right, let's get into some deeper dives. And again, yeah. these are going to be sort of like, uh, again, it's I'm going to give you a variety of yeah, topics grab bag. here. So we're going to start with, again, what I think might be a big one and might be for a lot of people out there, a nostalgic mm-hmm. uh, horror clown character. And for a lot of people out there, this might have been one of their first forays into horror. Let's talk about Zebo the Clown from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is a total classic one. This is episode two. Of Are You Afraid of the Dark that gets into Zebo the Clown. Mm-hmm. It is called The Tale of Laughing in the Dark, which is an odd name. It's a good name. I like that. It's a good name. Yeah. But it's a weird, The Tale of yes. Laughing in the Dark. Yeah. It, it, was it always The Tale of? I think so. I think, you I know, think like so. friends, like the one with. Yeah, because it's yeah. Are You Afraid of the Dark is all the kids right. sitting around a campfire and going like, I submit for the approval of the Midnight Society. They throw sand on the fire so it sparks oh, up. The Tale of Laughing in the Dark. There's a haunted house and an amusement park. The haunted house is called Laughing in the Dark. Legend has it that there's a clown statue at the end. So you walk through this entire thing mm-hmm. and then a clown statue pops out. And it's a clown uh, that is supposed to be based on a real person. Okay. Zebo the clown who uh, stole money from the circus. He was like a uh, – this version of a clown wasn't like a – kids it was more of a grumbly yeah almost as if you picture like a detective chomping on a cigar <laughs> right but dressed up like a clown i'm zebo the clown i think i might have skipped this episode because my clown discomfort is like from when i was a kid maybe this is very so, iconic yeah i know so i can did he have like um green pants or something i think so like green and red striped pants or something like that maybe? i can picture him because it was iconic and uh-huh. like i would watch reruns of are you for the dark and everything but i don't know that i ever actually watched this episode huh okay that seems possible to mm-hmm. me Especially if you were so, I don't know this. Yeah. So, uh, Zebo, the human mm-hmm. clown, stole money from the carnival and hid inside, laughing in the dark, accidentally burning down the building with one of his cigars. Boy. Now, uh, so now there's this clown statue in its place, and there are these kids that are daring each other to go in, like, go in laughing in the dark. It's so scary in there. No, you go in. Real quick, it's weird that there's a clown statue, because that makes it sound like it was, like, erected to the memory of Zebo yes. the clown, and he was, like, not a good dude who burned down this building. Right. Well, that's yeah. where it's, like, kind of, like, appropriate for, like, a kid's ghost story sure. thing, because, like, kids would come up with a legend about this clown statue. Yeah. It couldn't possibly be based on a real story. Yeah. Spoiler alert, within the confines of this, it is based on a real story and Zebo appears okay. to have been real. It's, it's, it's fine. It's tricky. But there's a carny who works at the circus or the carnival mm-hmm. and he goes, 
Pick the right door and you'll go free. Pick the wrong door and there he'll be. Oh. So it sort of warns you that Zebo might be there. One kid dares another to steal Zebo's clown nose to prove that he's not scared. <laughs> he does it and taunts the dummy as he leaves. He tells it that he hopes he can still smell his stinky cigars without his nose. <laughs> That's awesome. That's I a really great little kid thing to say. Stinky cigars now. Yeah. <laughs> Zebo wants his nose back. Cigar smoke starts to appear wherever the kids go. That's fun. Mm -hmm. And one night, the delicious stew one of the kids was microwaving is replaced <laughs> by a bunch of cigar butts. At least he was microwaving it, not like scary stories to tell in dark and just eating a cold stew from the fridge. Oh. <laughs> eating a toe? Yeah. This is very the big toe. Uh -huh. like, where's my uh -huh. toe? But yeah, so he puts a stew in the microwave. When he opens it, there's smoke billowing it out. smelled terrible. But it's bunch disgusting, of, pungent cigar butts. That's bunch scary. Bunch of microwaved cigar butts. Yeah. It's decently scary for a kid thing, you know, sure, without absolutely. there being any, like, real threat of violence. It's right. It's just like, ew, what's happening? Yeah. Um, there's also a Z written in some spilled pudding on the floor. <laughs> How... <th> <laughs> That's awesome. I don't have any answers for you. A voice on the phone says, give it back. Mm. The kid calls a friend to accuse him of pranking him. I know that you put all those cigar butts in my microwave and wrote a Z in pudding on the floor. <laughs> on the phone, a third voice comes in and says, give it back or I'll come upstairs and take it. Ooh, come upstairs. He's so downstairs. I'm already downstairs. Yeah, yeah. the extrapolation. Yikes. Not that you have to extrapolate very far, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. implication is clear. Like, it's not just a threat that I'm going to come and take it. I'll come upstairs and yeah, take I'm it. Yeah, I'm already here. I'm in your house. Yeah. A purple balloon inflates from under his bedroom door. He like ran to hide. Yeah. And this balloon inflates from under the door. And when it fully inflates, written on the balloon, it says, give it back. Excellent. The kid brings Zebo's nose along with a bunch of cigars. <laughs> In contrition? Yes. Did like his dad have cigars that he took or something? I think so. That's really funny. And so he offers the nose back to Zebo the clown and gives him a box and of cigars. Like yes. Please leave me alone. Um, at the end of the story, the final thing that we get as, you know, like the inside tale that the kid is telling around the campfire. Yeah. Um, the carny shows up uh, and stands in front of a camera and goes, it's the most fun in the park when you're <laughs> laughing in the dark while smoking a cigar. <laughs> That's hinting, a scary person thing to say. Hinting that it might have been him the whole time. Wow. Teaching this kid a lesson for stealing Zebo's clown nose. Little morality tale. Exactly. What a freak. <laughs> we need those. Yeah. I wish a stranger would show up and teach my kids a yeah, thing yeah, or two. Yeah, if only. Yeah. It's the most fun in the park when you're laughing in the dark. <laughs> it's a scary thing to say. Is it? Is it? That's the most fun you have in the park? Is it? Yeah. All right, let's go from iconic to pretty obscure. Okay. This is a very niche thing. Uh, but I still think it's rad. Yeah. And I showed you this last week after the show. Let's talk about Adam the Clown. From that crazy video game? Yes. Okay. That this, was nuts. This is a character from the video game Dead Rising, which was an Xbox 360 game. I'm going to say 2006-ish. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the premise of the game is you play as a photographer and you're documenting the zombie apocalypse. Right. To do this, you go to the Willamette Mall, which is a gigantic, you know, Mall of America type shopping mall uh, that has, you know, amusement parks in it and giant movie theaters and 
It's just larger than life. And so it's very much as if you're playing Dawn of the Dead, the mm-hmm. video game. Yeah. Um, I got it when it first came out and it stressed me out like a nobody's business. The concept of the game is great. Run around the mall. There's tons of zombies in there. You can pick up anything. You can walk into any store. Mm-hmm. And if it sells sporting goods, hey, take a golf club off the wall. Take what a baseball a bat off the wall and fight the zombies. Yeah. But there are elements of the game that, um, while awesome, really made me anxious. Mm-hmm. There's a ticking clock the whole time. As a reporter, you have three days to document everything before your like um uh your ride shows up essentially okay. to whisk you away to safety. And so you have to do everything with this clock ticking down. Yeah. You have to run around and find fellow survivors and then escort them back to safety. Yeah, in so, the midst of people attacking you, I'm sure, right? Exactly. Yeah. And on top of that, the best thing a video game has ever done is introduce a bunch of boss fights with what they called psychopaths. As you run around this gigantic mall, periodically you might get assaulted by a chef. Okay. And the chef uh, is clearly out of his mind, has been driven insane by all the murder, mayhem, death around him. And he's started eating people himself and he sees you and he wants to cook you. Yeah. So what used to be just a normal guy whose mind snapped is now a boss for you to fight. You go into a grocery store that's in the mall, and there is the shopkeeper pushing a grocery cart that is armed with a bunch of pointy sticks and like... Uh, yeah, it looked crazy. Pitchforks and stuff. Yeah. It's like a Mad Max version of a shopping yeah, cart. Yeah, And he's going, get out of my store! And freaking out and tries to mow you down and kill you. And then there's Adam the Clown. Mm-hmm. As a character, you, for whatever reason, doesn't matter, have to shut down this amusement park thing, a roller coaster. Maybe you have to save energy. I don't yeah. know. I don't remember why. But so when you go to shut down this roller coaster that in the middle of this zombified mall is still running, uh-huh. uh, from behind you comes a bit of laughter as Adam the Clown, a what used to just be a fun, nice, entertain the kids clown, yeah. comes up behind you juggling two handheld chainsaws that are whirring and he uh he, that's a risky game yes for him it's a very risky game <laughs> he has also snapped all of the yeah. bosses are just regular people who went insane which i find to be really interesting yeah um and he goes everyone used to laugh at me i was a walking punchline but not anymore when the zombies came everyone died that's when I decided to give all the happy people a lift on this final ride. And a and one of the cars of the roller coaster comes by and you see there are dead children on it. Yeah. And Adam the Clown Heavy. is just entertaining the kids by putting their corpses on this running roller coaster inside the building. And uh, he's upset that you want to turn it off <laughs> and ruin all the fun. Yeah. So he attacks you. And now you have to fight this clown who juggles chainsaws. Yeah. And at the end of the fight, when you wear down all of his energy or whatever there's a final cut scene where he falls to his knees holding those two chainsaws and lands on top of them right and the two chainsaws cut him apart and blood is spurting everywhere and he is is cracking up laughing yeah he's like frantically like (laughs) as they rip him apart and then it just he starts going (laughs) 
It's like winding down. Like the batteries in him are dying, which I guess they technically are. Yeah. And it is one of the coolest it's things. It's really good. So Will and I watched those scenes. He showed them to me last week. And I was like, is this guy acting better than he has to for this video game? Because Will said this game is like not really great. Yeah. Basically. And I was like, this guy is really bringing it. Will was like, yeah, yeah. No, he totally he's is. Popping he's popping off. He's going nuts yes. to the point. I was like, I wonder if like, I don't know, like the other act, like it probably, I'm sure it doesn't work like this, but I was imagining that they go one at a time into a vocal booth. Right. Total yeah, fantasy. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't happen. And they give these performances where like, this is a random video game. doesn't really matter. And they're like kind of phoning it in. Oh, we've got and to then, get back to the safe zone. And then that guy goes in and does that. And everybody's kind of like, whoa. Oh, oh shit. Are we supposed to go that big? Like, Adam what's happening? Adam the Clown went yeah. crazy with it. Adam the Clown snapped. The actor shows yeah. up dressed like a clown because yeah. he's method. Yeah, mm. a lot. Mm. Or flip side, he goes for it and then he's embarrassed when he realizes everybody else didn't really phone it in. I mean, that they did phone yeah, it in. Yeah, he's, yeah, like, he's like, oh boy. Like, I'm I didn't need to prep this I'm much, like the, did I? Yeah, I went too far. I'm the overachiever. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm the Hermione Granger yeah. of Dead Rising. <laughs> I brought an apple to the teacher here. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Dead Rising is an awesome concept for a game yeah it's very fun the psychopaths really cool. they made they've made several of this game there are like dozens of psychopaths mm -hmm. it's very fun to look them up i strongly advise everybody look up the psychopaths in dead rising you'll almost they almost play like uh several short films of yeah. people losing their mind in the zombie apocalypse yeah um and in a future sequel adam the clown's brother Evan, the clown, okay. uh, shows up and gets revenge for you having killed his brother, and it's far less interesting. But what can you do? What can you do? You can't. You can't win all the clowns. No, you can't. Um, another video game, another obscure one. Then we'll get back to some bigger stuff. There's a game that I play called Dead by Daylight that yep. I find to be very fun. Four human survivors run around in a map. A fifth player uh, controls a murderer. So you might be that person might be playing as Michael Myers who's walking around trying to kill the four human players who have to do a number of things to escape the level. Yeah. Um, one of the characters that they added is a big fat clown guy. Similar kind of deal um, uh, as Zebo the Clown. He's almost like a um, like a cigar-chomping kind of gross guy. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I guess it's pretty easy. You know what I mean? That's It's kind of like an easy stereotype that's unsettling. Right. Like a big kind of gruff guy acting like somebody's supposed to be a big, like ebullient guy. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, somebody being understated and having like mm -hmm. no energy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Dead by Daylight, one of the notable things about it, if you've ever played the game, is that it has like tons of lore to it. Almost everything you do in the game comes accompanied by like several paragraphs of descriptions. The levels... All the characters, they all have backstories and stuff. So mm -hmm. I decided to look up what is the backstory of this clown killer. Because otherwise, it's not like he has a personality in the game. Yeah. Um, but so I found out that they uh, <laughs> they have a, a, a surprising backstory that is almost like just a realistic portrayal of a serial killer huh. in a strange way. His name is Kenneth Jeffrey Hawk okay. Chase. <laughs> that's a lot that's one too many names jeffrey hawk i think they put it in as if it's a nickname i think yeah. it's just an, an alias he eventually oh, went by. Okay. his real name is kenneth chase okay gotcha. but jeffrey hawk okay was another name he went by yeah that's a um, weird way to phrase it yeah so his backstory is that as a kid he used to collect feathers he would find on the ground uh and he would put them in a cigar box mm -hmm. uh this escalated to wanting to get fresh feathers so he would uh poison birds then choke them to death, and then pluck one of their fresh feathers and put it in the box. And then he realized, why would I even want any of those earlier feathers I just found on the ground? Those are fake. Uh -huh. So he gets rid of all those, 
and he starts his new collection of fresh material. Look, look, as far as like animal murder goes, which I'm obviously not behind, that's a very cool idea. Isn't that great? Yeah, yeah. it's great. That's why this made the list. This mm-hmm. this easily could have just been something that I wouldn't. That's a very cool backstory. About, but yeah, it's very interesting. He escalates from there to to small animals. If people are out there interested in true crime, mm-hmm. this might be familiar to you as part of the McDonald triad of things that a lot of serial killers have done uh, in their younger days. Um, and so at one point, um, his I think it was his father finds his cigar box uh-huh. and he opens it up. And from far away, uh, young Kenneth Chase sees his dad looking through the box and pulling out all the new fresh feathers. Pause. And then eventually a human finger and realizes I've got to skip town. So it's clear he had been escalating from birds to small animals to eventually humans. And he runs away now. That's very good. And uh, he joins the circus. And this sort of nomadic lifestyle of being a clown in the right. circus where he's pretty successful yeah. enables him to be able to Kinda lure perfect. people away, mm-hmm. uh, uh, kill them, and take one of their fingers as a trophy. Mm-hmm. And then move on. And so then, he's not really hanging around the crime scene. Exactly. Eventually, one of his victims escaped, and he was essentially outed. The circus turned on him, and he was forced to flee. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote from the uh, from Dead by Daylight. I got this from the Dead by Daylight wiki. Since then, he has roamed the country, a parasite who could always be found at a carnival or circus who would never be seen on any playbill. Ooh. That great? That is great. He would be a clown at the circus, uh-huh. blending in as normal. Yeah. But there's no documentation of him being part of the circus. Right. Anywhere he goes. Right. Now he's just a roaming madman looking for victims. The, That's very good. It's very good. Part of the underlying premise of Dead by Daylight is that there is the entity mm-hmm. who takes people into his own realm. And these realms are essentially the levels you play in the game. Okay. All the killers are people who committed atrocities in life that the entity has plucked and taken to the entity's realm to participate in some of these trials. Uh, and all the humans, I think, are just unwitting survivors placed there so every killer there has to have done something particularly gnarly okay and for uh uh this killer kenneth chase essentially he just continues to travel he has one of the horses that he stole from the circus and at some point he a clown on a horse i know it's weird yeah and he finds himself in a bit of woods that he does not recognize at all and he has essentially stepped into the entity's realm but he feels more at home here than he has anywhere else in his entire life so he sets up camp and waits for his first visitor, meaning any one of us, any yeah, one of the yeah. players who are going to come in and try to escape. So then as a player, at some point, do you happen upon like a clown at a campfire, basically? You do. There's, there is um, uh, Dead by Daylight is really uh, uh, very, very fun. It's very mm-hmm. repetitious. Um, I play a lot with um, with uh, our, mm-hmm. our pal Bobby Kester. I played a lot with uh, Mike Costa. Yep. Um, and it's all centered around like all the survivors will be sitting around a campfire. And if you play as the killer, you're watching them mm-hmm. from far away. Uh, and then in the individual levels, you'll get sort of um, context about what this world is like. And so for the clown, you will find sort of a um, almost like a circus caravan. Yeah. So there will be like trunks and stuff and his horse is in the level 
cool and, and yeah the, i mean the funny thing is like this is all backstory that has no bearing on the right. game what i just told you about right within the confines of the game he's just a big lumbering mm-hmm. guy that can like throw clown bombs like it's you know yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just as outlandish as any video game has ever been totally but the backstory is so uh meticulously thought out and what really made it stand out to me and make this list is the fact that they considered not only what is good and spooky for a horror video game but what is oddly kind of a true albeit exaggerated yeah but true representation of like a serial killer right what is a logical progression of events to turn you into somebody who kills people because they like it so wait remind me how much of this do you find out through playing the game and how much is just you found out on the wiki i mean none none yeah wow you can basically like in the game if you look at up you're saying right like well it's not just that it matches up like all this material is in the game Uh but like for the most part, like for the first like year that I was playing this game, Bobby and I used to, I would constantly just go like, like every time you pick an item, it'll give you like five paragraphs of what that item is, uh-huh. where it came from. And so I would just select it and be like, I'm not going to read it. Yeah, like, it's just already kudos. getting tedious. Yeah. Yes. And it was more like, I feel like if I were younger, younger Will Rogers, I would have sat down and read every description mm-hmm. of every single thing. I would have cataloged all this stuff in my brain. I would know all the lore about this game. Yeah. Um, older Will Rogers, who's really just trying to have fun with mm-hmm. uh, with some of his buddies yeah. and play a few quick rounds. It's yeah. just like, yeah, 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 just select the thing and we'll get into the game. Mm-hmm. So all this info of the clown is in there. Yeah. If like you were to go to his like character profile, all of this data would be in there about him. But you're not required to go look at that. Gotcha. And so like you just play the game. Yeah. You just run away from the clown. Mm-hmm. It's not like you hear anything about his backstory but it's there and i really i kudos to them for for having written yeah like quite frankly a wealth of material about all these characters that they made up and man what a cool so this game they invented their own characters there's like a killer called the trapper Mm -hmm. he wears a mask uh he's like a big like woodsy outdoorsy guy and it couldn't be clearer he is based on jason Voorhees. But they were making a video game where it would be cool if they could have Jason Voorhees, but they can't afford that IP. So let's just make something that's like Jason Voorhees and put him in the game. The game got so big and so successful. In addition to their own original characters, which have some similarities to famous iconic horror characters, Mm -hmm. they have now added to the game Leatherface, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jigsaw, Ghostface. They have real movie monster characters in addition to the ones that they invented for this because the game's been so successful they've been able to license with other companies that sounds awesome it's very fun real quick what are we working with for jigsaw is it like tobin bell i was really hoping that it would be a little old man with yeah. a soul patch yeah they ended up it's the pig mask okay and a robe and okay. they say that it's amanda Okay. But it's not like you see her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. And I don't even think they say which ghost face it is or anything. Yeah. But they really, they, I think they, uh, the way that they redesigned ghost face, they put a bunch of like leather straps on him. Oh. And he ends up looking like a Mortal Kombat good. character to me. It was very is disappointing. It, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that. Uh, uh, ghost, uh, justice for ghost face. Justice for ghost face. Can I'm someone a, do I'm scream a ghost face purist, well? Please. Get in touch with us. Maybe we have to step up. Who owns the rights at this point? Queen Latifah? Queen Latifah? Jason Blum, I know you want to do this. Contact yeah. us. Oh, my You've God. You've seen the script that I wrote. Go to yep. talkbomb.com slash scream. You can read a script that I wrote yes. of how I would reboot Scream. Get us involved. I watched that VH1 Scream. I yeah, watched yeah, yeah. it the other day. All of it. Somebody needs to fix <laughs> What's this. What's happening? Justice for Ghostface. Justice for Ghostface. Justice Hashtag for Scream. Ghost is for just. 
Ghostus for just face. Ghostus for just face say. and justice for ghost face. Use both. All of the above. Let's just get it popping. For the love of God, mm-hmm. I know what to do. He deserves more. Yes, he does. I know what to do. Get in touch. Yeah, we can help. I have so many things. <laughs> If you're just listening to this, we're grappling for all the sweet Ghostface merch that's behind us. I own so much stupid stuff. We love Scream. (laughs) Please. For my birthday last year, I requested that we order sushi and specifically watch Scream 4. Oh my God. What a dream. (laughs) I know. I had a great birthday. What a dream. I would love to see Scream in theaters again. Allie wanted to rent a theater to, to show Scream for my birthday a couple years back. Ugh. And it would have cost like $2,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. insane because you have to I license the that. movie. They're I re-releasing older movies a lot more than they used to. So may, maybe for the Halloween season. I don't think so, though. That no, would rule. Scream is dumped I on. I know. I know. People accidentally think that Scream is not I know. They good. lump it in with like stupid bad movies, but it's great. Or they think it's hilariously 90s. Yes. That you're wrong. No, you're completely wrong if you think that. Scream I, is wonderful. Yeah, it is. All right. It is. As this I think most most of our listeners are on the level with Scream. Special edition Scream Jiffy Pop mm-hmm. can attest that, yeah. that I own and is in my house. Yep. And I technically paid money for. That's right. Butter Scream. Butter Scream. <laughs> Will you please hire me to work on Scream? Yes. <laughs> anyway. Me too, please. Anyway. Get me in there. All right, here we go. Okay. All right, here we go. It's time to get scary again, Kristen. Ronald okay. McDonald. Okay. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Looked up some info about Ronald McDonald. All right. Lay it on me. Invented in 1963, Ronald McDonald is one of the most recognizable characters in the world. Originally played by Willard Scott as Ronald McDonald, the, Ronald McDonald, the hamburger happy clown. He had a cup for a nose and hay or French fries or oh, something right. for hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they bothered changing that design i encourage looking that up it's very weird yes uh i found a mcdonald's wiki Mm -hmm. they give you it's uh, a mcdonald's.fandom.com okay has plenty of info about the backstory of these characters ronald mcdonald and asked for every seat he's essentially uh defined by his interactions with his friends When it comes to the Hamburglar. Same, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Ronald has always been bothered by the Hamburglar's constant crave of taking McDonald's hamburgers. <laughs> Though the rivalry was tiresome, Ronald always knew a way out and has foiled the Hamburglar's plans many times. Wow, this person has a lot of respect for Ronald McDonald. Ronald is always able to find a flaw in his plans. But no matter what his intentions... Ronald and Hamburglar remain close friends and even show his nice side by sharing instead of taking. That is nice. At first, Grimace, like Hamburglar, was a villain who stole McDonald's soft drinks. Ronald, however, was able to outsmart his former foe and now ally by tricking him into delivering a flyer saying that he has been entered into a contest and soaking him in filet fish Lake when he was pretending <laughs> to take a picture of the purple creature. <laughs> That's how he defeated him? He pushed him in filet fish Lake, which apparently he And then Grimms is like, That's enough. That's, That's enough, enough of all good. this. Yeah, exactly. I've seen not, the error of my ways. I'm not cut out for this life of crime. I seek amnesty <laughs> and request you. <laughs> I request the grace of your forgiveness, Ronald McDonald. If I can't have it for my final meal, I just request nuggets and a soft drink. Ronald, you've taken my heart and supersized it. <laughs> oh, William. In later years, Grimace became Ronald's friend, and they have been on many adventures together since then. They have varied from 
chasing fry kids for fries, or teasing about the Hamburglar's touch. What? What the hell does that mean? Teasing about about the the Hamburglar's touch. Wait, what do you think that means? So the way that it is in there, which I assume you copied and pasted, is an apostrophe and then the word touch. Like we're missing something from the beginning. Oh, no, no, no. I think it's his quote unquote touch. Oh, okay. Right? Oh, okay. There's the other side. Touch. I think that, yeah, I don't know. If that were a link, it would remain blue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to know. Here's a character I didn't even know existed, but nevertheless shows a lot about Ronald. Okay. Birdie the early bird. Familiar with this character? No. Yeah, I don't know what this is. When Ronald first met Birdie, she was still in her egg, waiting to be hatched. Notable things the two have been through together (laughs) include eating hot pancakes for breakfast, speeding up dinner, teaching... Speeding up dinner? (laughs) In order to get to breakfast again, do you think? Oh, oh, maybe. That's interesting. They're like, we just want to get to that great McDonald's breakfast. We got to get through dinner real fast. Yeah. Teaching her how to fly, and fourth... Having fun. Always. I feel like that's an unspoken fourth in all of this. Uh, Yeah, it is an unspoken fourth. You don't need to list that. No, we got it. My five favorite things to do. He's a good time guy. uh, Playing video games, hanging with my family, doing shows, having fun. Mm Mm-hmm. I know that's only four, but... (laughs) That that touches all the other three? Anyway, that tells you a lot. Maybe that's the Hamburger's touch. Hamburger. Hamburgers. That's the hamburger such. Everything he touches turns to fun. Yeah. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. All right. The last one that I've got for you. Although, why don't I just say this one? I hate it. <laughs> uh, second to last. Okay. Twisty the Clown from American I Horror Story. I was waiting Story. for you to talk about him. I, I was thinking that he may have been in that earlier group, but then I was like, just because I haven't engaged with Twisty doesn't mean that other people don't love him, so he must be in the main group. Yeah, no. He's played by John Carroll Lynch, who's mm-hmm. an actor that I really, really like. Me too. I think he's very talented. Mm-hmm. Twisty the Clown is a big, dirty clown. Yep. His American Horror Story is terrifying. Mm-hmm. He wears a fake plastic smile on his face because... Twisty the Clown tried to kill himself with a shotgun and blew his lower jaw off. And okay. now that's full of maggots, even though he's alive, Ew. question mark. Uh-huh. And he scares people by taking off his mask. But really, he's just a nice guy who wants to entertain kids and wants to keep kids safe from their mean parents. He's like a simple-minded good guy who looks terrifying, and that's a shame. And he doesn't know how terrifying he looks. Really? Yes. I mean, I I knew about Twisted the Clown that he seemed like he was going to be the main villain of that season of American Horror Story, right. which was what they call that circus or carnival? Circa, yeah, cir- circle. It's all in my mouth. Hamburger. Um, Hamburger. Uh, whatever. That he's supposed to be the main bad guy of that season. And then he wasn't in it all that much, I guess. Right. But I didn't realize that he was like a non bad guy who just looks scary. Yes. He just looks scary. You said it, but I, I'm. this is throwing me because I didn't know. So wait, he's not trying to scare so people. So let me get this right. Birdie the early bird <laughs> likes to have fun. Going back. And speeds up dinner. Yeah. Um. So why is he wearing the scary mask again? Because he doesn't have a bottom half of his right, face. So he right. put that smile on. Okay. And then what is the occasion then for him to remove it and scare people? I think that he reveals his face because somebody's like, what's under that mask or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he did it to scare somebody. I think he's a sad guy. Oh, boy. So the only time I've seen him in action because I didn't watch that season was that I watched a later season. It was maybe a couple seasons later, which was the uh, season called Cult. And 
he is in it for like two seconds, basically. Right. I think and he it's has like, like a, a cameo as a yeah, ghost or like, something. Well, I think it's that a kid is reading a comic book that's a Twisty the Clown comic book. Oh, okay. And I think that they, they, um, you know, bring that scene to life or whatever, basically. So I guess just the fictional comic book makes Twisty a scary guy. Cause in yeah, that, maybe. he's not, it seemed like he was sinister. I don't remember exactly. Well, I think but... he does kill people too. I, I'm oh, kind okay, of, okay. I'm kind of misrepresenting because I don't know his full story. Okay. But, um, I think that he's, he hates adults. Okay. So he probably kills adults, mm-hmm. but he wants to keep kids safe mm-hmm. because he was once a sad kid who okay. was like bullied by adults or something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Last one I've got, and it uh, is the biggest shocker to me. Okay. Quite frankly. This is the one that stunned me the most. It's the one I knew the least about coming into this. Mm-hmm. Killer clowns from outer space. So we had a couple of people reach out to us about this after the episode last week, just saying like, oh, have you seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space or whatever? And interestingly enough, actually, last week's episode, not unlike the Dear David and Greg thread sort of thing, yeah. last week's episode was supposed to be scary clowns umbrella with me talking about pennywise and killer clowns from outer space and then will talking about all this stuff yeah yeah yeah. but then when i was researching pennywise i was like this is enough for an episode on its own i think and i'm not going to do killer clowns at all and will picked up the slack yeah, it seems so like it's a good thing so, I, it's yeah. definitely a good thing there's a reason i saved this for last mm-hmm. what a stunner okay apparently i think i've seen this before <laughs> But I don't remember it. Apparently. apparently, I don't remember seeing it. We were just watching that apparently kid video. I think that I saw this on VHS when I was like 10. Okay. And I remember hating it mm-hmm. and people telling me that it was awesome. But I was also friends with people that watched a lot of like, not to cast aspersions. I know. Because here's the thing. I've never seen this before, but oh, definitely yeah. people I hung out with were very into it. Yeah. And I knew what I those also wonder people if those, liked otherwise. I also wonder if those people are responsible for the Devil's Rejects being in my room. Possibly. Because yeah. <laughs> the, the thing I'm dancing around, yeah. and I respect anybody who likes it. Of course. Young Willie didn't. Uh-huh. Bunch of wrestling VHS tapes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't need this. I don't need this. I am pretty sure I saw this movie and I completely forgot everything about it. Okay. I assumed that this was a big piece of crap. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's not. Right. But, but like a fun one, maybe. Certainly a lot more fun and far more thought out than I ever would have expected. Okay. It's made by the Chiodo brothers. Oh, okay. Who uh, you may not know, that but name you've sounds seen their familiar. Work. Yeah. They're special effects artists. They're behind Large Marge from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh. Okay. They're behind like doing like really cool inventive special effects that stick with you. They've done a ton of things that you know. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. One of the main characters of this movie is named Mike Tobacco. Okay. The problems start there. <laughs> Two of the other characters are brothers who drive an ice cream truck with a clown head on top. Okay. We're not at the good part yet. <sighs> you don't say. A bunch of alien clowns. This is clown with a K, by the way. Yes, of course. Killer another, clowns. Another reason why I've resisted this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did researching it make you want to see it now? 100%. Yeah? Okay. I kind of have to watch this yeah. now. I watched a bunch of clips online. It was great. Really? Yes. I'm shocked huh. and like worried for my own well-being and health. People, I'm telling you, people were reaching out, being like, "You gotta check great. out Killer Clowns." It was great. So they're they're aliens. They come down from outer space. Their UFO looks like a circus tent. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's fun. Here are some of the things that happen. Well, first of all, here is the overall what their goal is, and mm-hmm. then I'll describe to you some of the individual things that happen in this movie. They come down from outer space. They look like giant Muppet things. It's not like a human in a clown suit. Okay. It's like when they do those full body Muppet costumes where like, uh, what's his name? Sweetums? 
Uh, oh my god! About? Yes, Sweetums I do. From the Muppets? I like thought about Sweetums in a while. Yeah, like a, an adult-sized Muppet inside a thing. Yes, yeah, but they have like big, disgusting, yeah. fat rolls uh-huh. on. Like it almost looks—they almost look claymation, but they're life-sized people in in giant clown suits. Right. They look like aliens. Yeah. Look like grotesque caricatures of people. Uh huh. They have little ray guns that look like toy guns, but when they shoot you with that, it wraps you. In cotton candy. Oh boy, wow. This is a cotton candy cocoon oh. that it completely encases you from head to I foot. I love cotton candy. I would eat my way out of there one, two, three. Mm, I don't know if you would because these cocoons, much like a cocoon for a, uh, a little caterpillar a trying to turn into a butterfly, uh-huh. transform you. Oh. The candy, cotton candy cocoon turns you into a uh do you like, caramelize kind and of harden you turn into a gelatin okay ugh. you turn into basically like a um a chewy teddy bear what like are those ins- called a gummy bear oh gummy bear <laughs> you turn into a gummy bear version of yourself okay which we see because somebody like pulls some of the cotton candy of a cocoon away and there's a human face in there made out of gelatin yeah and then these clowns use a big looping crazy straw stab it through the cotton candy and <laughs> Ew. Eat the gelatin person. Uh-huh. Now, I think the person has literally turned into candy. Yeah. For the sake of... That's what I would think. It's a PG-13 horror movie yeah, as yeah. well, um, just for the to, to state it for the record. Um, everything about it is gross, uh-huh. um, by the way. Very good. Uh, they're just disgusting looking people. Yeah, I don't like the looks of them. I have no. seen them. They fire bazookas that are full of popcorn. Okay. Their computers seem to be full right, of popcorn. So it's just like an intentionally ridiculous movie. Yes, it's yeah. intentionally ridiculous 100%. Yeah, great. Um, at one point when they get shot with one of these popcorn bazookas, uh, uh, one of the, the female lead goes... Popcorn? Why popcorn? And the male lead goes, because they're clowns, that's why. That's funny. (laughs) Just brilliant. What do you think? Just brilliant. They run away into the forest, and two of the clowns are standing watching them run away. And then one takes a bunch of balloons and shapes a balloon dog, puts a leash on it, and the balloon dog starts chasing after them, leading them like a bloodhound, sniffing out their, uh, their scent in the night. So, like, it style? Do they believe that that's a dog so it becomes a dog? Oh, I think that this is just, like, I almost view this as technology. Yeah. Like, where they come from, this is their alien technology. All right, I forgot that they're, I forgot that they're, te- they're aliens. Yeah, it's it's amazing. It's it's very imaginative. Yeah. Um. Okay, here are some things that happen. Because now they're just sort of like a bunch of, like, disjointed kills, uh-huh. kill scenes. All of them end with the, you know, a clown does some outlandish way to murder people and then, and then zoom in on their face of them laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all of it. A clown does shadow puppets for a bunch of people at a bus stop. An old lady looks at this like eight foot tall, disgusting, like inhuman thing and smiles at it like it's a friendly human. Uh-huh. Which it Why would that ever happen? Yeah. But it does like a bunny on the wall. It does like a dancing lady thing. They're all impossible. He's got big fat. He's got four fingers on each hand and they're big fat Muppet hands. Uh-huh. And yet he's able to make these like perfectly precise. That's funny. He does like he do, he does like uh, Washington crossing the Delaware or something or the raising of the flag at Iwo Jima. It's one of the two. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, and it's, it's just like it's ridiculous. Everybody loves it. And then uh, uh, he finally, the last one that he does, he makes a giant. Uh, uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh-huh. which the shadow comes down and eats the people, and then he carries them back up, and now the clown is holding them in his hands. He has oh. shrunk them down. Oh, whoa! And places them into his bag of popcorn. <laughs> 
What? Yeah. That happened. great. Yeah, he did that. Great. And then he laughs. Um, and he laughs. Uh, clowns lure people in with puppet shows as well. They have like mm-hmm. a Punch and Judy okay. kind of a thing. Hmm. And a guy shows up. It's in a gazebo. I think I'd be safe as houses in this movie oh, because I have no interest in standing around to watch somebody do shadow puppets nor an actual puppet show. Well, I should warn you, even if you're a homebody, mm-hmm. ding dong, Uh-oh. here's a clown carrying five pizzas. But when the top of the pizza box opens, it's another clown. As friggin' if I would answer the door for a clown, even if he was holding pizzas. Fair enough. I'd be fine. Um, But yeah, so... uh, uh well, whatever. Okay. <laughs> no, what, what, what? Sorry. It, well, this Punch and Judy show, I was yeah. going to say. So it's like a, a, a girl puppet and a boy puppet, and they fight, whatever. And then she shoots the boy puppet with a ray gun. Uh-huh. A guy walks up and sees this, and is kind of like, huh, this is great. Like, acts as if this is like something that any human would enjoy. Any <laughs> to adult, give them a movie deal. Any adult alone at night would enjoy. Yeah. And then uh, this little, like, if you've ever seen a Punch and Judy show, it's usually like a little, a little wooden box yeah. theater thing. i really only know that from um gone girl i don't think i'd ever heard of that before that oh really yeah yeah i mean that's basically the kind of stuff that like mr rogers did yeah you know, right like right those little teeny tiny mm-hmm. i just never heard it referred to that that way before but so this now the female puppet turns and looks at the guy who's enjoying it and she's holding the ray gun and he starts to kind of get nervous mm-hmm. and then a clown stands up from inside that little box and he's like nine feet tall <laughs> so he like rises up out of it and you did not expect somebody to be able to hide in this sure. tiny, tiny thing and they are so massive yeah shoots him with the ray gun in cases i'm in cotton candy they've got another victim <laughs> great <Boom>. um <laughs> there's a uh, a clown who gets into the police station and he turns one of the I cops. I bet he wreaks havoc. Oh, he certainly does. <laughs> what does he do? He turns one of the cops into a human ventriloquist puppet. Oh. Yeah. And then uh, uh, almost like Independence Day, when one of the aliens uses that scientist to talk through his mouth, uh-huh, uh-huh. says to one of the other cops, don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you. And then uh. the clown pulls his hand out of a guy's back. That dead body slumps over. And he... Like, goes to, like, fling to get the blood off his hand and then stands to come menace over to the cop. It's, yeah. like, it's actually menacing and weird. Weird. Turning a human into a ventriloquist puppet yeah. is so strange. I've yes. seen it in horror. This might be the earliest thing I've seen where they do that. Yeah. Um, and then this other cop shoots him with a gun over and over, all these body shots. It doesn't uh-huh. work. doesn't do anything. Finally, he aims. Shoots the clown in the nose. Oh, his big is that their red weakness? nose explodes in a bunch of sparkles. He starts spinning like a top, and then the clown explodes. You take him out by getting the nose. This is ridiculous. You get the nose. Get the nose. You get the clown. Yeah. Get the nose. Get, get the, the clown. clown. They go to the alien spaceship itself. This sounds great for what it is. It's great. The the clown. I'm still been... not dying to watch this, but this is more. <laughs> it was dynamite. And yeah. I might have to watch yeah. this now. The clowns are going down Main Street, almost like Batman Returns when uh, Buggy Dong is driving that little carnival thing to steal all the babies. Yeah. They're turning people into cotton candy and then (laughs) eating them in this, like, Dr. Seuss machine. Oh, my God. Like, scooping them up. Yeah. They're filling their spaceship with cotton candy cocoons to gelatinize all the humans so that they have food on board their ship for their interstellar travel. And all their computers have popcorn in them. What do you mean all the computers have popcorn in them? They have popcorn in them. How is it? How do you see it? How is it coming out? There's a bunch of levers. Uh huh. And a clown is pulling them, and there's pop, pop, popping corn 
in a dome thing, and it, it appears to be part of the machinery of how the ship works. It's their, I guess, part of their sustenance? Is incredible. <laughs> no, I think it's how they guide their ship. Popcorn? I think so. I think at one point the popcorn turns into more clowns. Uh-huh. Like those might be oh. baby clowns somehow. Oh I don't know. I'm not sure. I wouldn't swear <laughs> to it. Cuckoo. I wouldn't swear to it. Yeah. But they get on board the ship. The two guys that drive that ice cream truck mm-hmm. end up finding themselves captured by two female clowns. Okay. Are these the first females we've met or something? Yes. Uh-huh. And they eye them up. Sexily? Yes. Mm. They will Nothing. later appear. You assume that they're going to die or something. They later show back up to save the day. And all over their faces are cartoon giant red smooch marks, oh, lipstick marks, and their clothes are all ripped up. <laughs> so the lady clowns didn't even attack them and make them cotton candy cocoons? I don't think they so. They just smooched on them? Ladies. With their clothes. Look, you know, do what you want to do, but yeah. surprised to hear that you're not, you know, I don't know. Joining in league with I, your yeah. other murderous clowns. Don't know what the hell Maybe, was going on yeah. there. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Uh, they have a lot of heart, I guess. The main characters are attacked by a gigantic, like, 20-foot-tall clown mm-hmm. whose name is, like, Jojo whatever. The clown. <laughs> Jojo the clown, sure. <laughs> he's a big marionette guy, uh-huh. and he's able to, like, pick up that ice cream truck and throw it around. He's that massive. Yeah. Um, They blow him up. <laughs> They shoot his nose, he blows up. Yeah. Which blows up the spaceship. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. So he was kind of like a proxy for the spaceship? Yeah, I guess. Or, or maybe just his explosion guy. in the spaceship set off a chain of events okay. that blew up the spaceship. I yeah, know. yeah. Either way, the heroes are back on the ground. They survived it all. <laughs> Plus, they got some cool smooches out of the deal. They did. And da 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 They get hit with pies, and the movie ends. <laughs> What? Did they explain who hit them with the pies? No. Previously in the movie, somebody got hit with pies and it disintegrated them. But when the heroes get hit with pies, it just goes to the credits, so I assume they're normal pies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that sounds like more fun and goofier and intentionally stupider than I thought. I was shocked. Yeah. It's very creative. I was originally really, really happy when you were supposed to be researching this. Uh Uh-huh. I was really bummed when I realized, like, well, I gotta. Yeah. We can't do a spooky clown list and not have creepy right. killer clowns from outer space on it, even right. though I don't know what it is. I know people love it enough. Yes. Screw it. All right. I'm going to look it up. Started reading the Wikipedia and was like- You start laughing involuntarily like the clown was infecting you? Yeah. <laughs> clown madness. Yeah. Um, but reading the Wikipedia, I kind of was like, this is so outlandish. I bet it's lame. Uh-huh. And I looked up a bunch of clips and I was enchanted. <laughs> it is stupid. Of course. Yeah. But it was very clever, full of lots of energy, and I am bewildered. Well, one of the listeners who emailed in about it said that she had a friend who wrote a paper on killer clowns from outer space, and it like did very well. Um, Mindy wrote it and told us that. Is that right? Yes. It is a. Fa- I would. I would be curious to read that paper. Yeah. Send that in, Mindy. Shout yeah, she wrote. It, it was uh, a friend in college wrote a paper on it in film analysis class, and she remembers that she compared it to Frank Capra movies. It was just weird, but she got a good grade on the paper. I honestly, there was a surprising amount of detail and thought that went into Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Hmm. Um, you know what? Good for them. This this might sound like a ham handed transition, but I assure you, it's genuinely what I thought at first. Okay. Much like or. I guess as opposed to some of my many complaints about It Chapter 2. Yes. Which you can hear on the Netherworld Dispatch, the new Patreon-exclusive podcast, patreon.com slash GTTUpod. 
I complained about Pennywise lacking rules. Mm-hmm. Killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> Have nice structure and rules. Explains all the rules. Mm-hmm. There are things to learn that reward you for thinking about them. Yeah. Their noses destroy them. They're here to eat you. First, they turn you into a cotton candy cocoon. Yeah. That gelatinizes you. Then they use a crazy straw to slurp you up. Yeah, you understand the stakes here. You understand it all. Yep. Strengths and, it, and weaknesses. It, 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 Not it, unlike a villain's wiki page. Right. That's and what we want. Created a sense of tension. Yeah. To understand how is this all going to wind up. And this was a piece of junk yep. movie. Apparently not. They only made one of. Yeah. And I, I'm going to refer to this the same way as re- I referred to potentially more it chapters coming out. There are threats that they might reboot this. <laughs> there are threats that they might do a TV show or sequel weird so do you think that's a translation of the success of it in some way or like a reaction to it you know what i mean like because you know god so for example like lots of nah this isn't a good example i was gonna say lots of nostalgia 80 based things got sprung off of like stranger things coming about but you could misinterpret that i'm trying to think of an example clown based stuff is just popular yeah 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 i really it's like if everybody took from stranger things that we love weird bob haircuts right and then all of a sudden people in tv movies all have that haircut that all those boys have yes 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 yes. machine learning accidentally learning the wrong lesson yeah yeah i bought a toilet scene from amazon therefore amazon thinks i love toilet seats (laughs) um I want to say that's not true, except I do know that Killer Clowns from Outer Space was featured last year and will be featured again this year at Universal Horror Nights. Oh. So. I don't know. There's been a resurgence. There's also just a lot of nostalgia, There's too. been an awakening you know I mean? in the like, force. Honestly, Killer Clowns could be a little bit of a maybe like removed, couple ripples removed reaction to Stranger Things and the 80s horror nostalgia. It could be. You know be. what I mean? It could be. So who knows? But this is. There's only one movie mm-hmm. in the Killer Clowns. I don't even know if you call it a Averse. franchise if there's nothing else. Yeah. Um, why is it popular? <laughs> What's happening? It's just so weird. And Seriously, why is it I... happening to me? Why do I like this? <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I'm telling you. William. I'm telling you we should watch this. Was that your Devil's Reject DVD in my room that you planted? Listen. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Don't look at me like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Back off, man. <laughs> um, well, guys, that's it. God. It's gonna it's gonna remain up in the air whether I watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space with Will. I'm not dying to. I'm not gonna. I I am still. You know, I'm a little impressed by this whole story and everything, but it still doesn't seem like something I really want to watch. <laughs> Maybe if there's it. a big outcry and you guys want us to watch and talk about it on Patreon. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That's a great. If you guys want that, let yes. me know. One thing that I would really love to hear from people mm-hmm. out there. What kinds of stuff mm-hmm. would you like to to see or hear us yeah. tackle? Send in your request for things that we could do for yeah. the Netherworld Warriors on patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Mm-hmm. Movies to watch, games to play, yeah. uh, uh, topics to discuss. Totally. Send it all in. I would love yes. to see what you folks out there would like to have us tackle. Absolutely. Um, Killer Clowns feels like a big contender. This might just be something that I personally gun for. <laughs> 
but all I right. Love, I mean, I can be swayed. I'm not. You I know, I'd love to have some backup. It's not like my nightmare or anything. But we're I we're gonna have just, to twist her arm pretty hard, folks. <laughs> it's just not in my downtime. I'm not like dying to see that now. But yeah, sure, I'll do that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, for yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for hanging out with yeah. us. I think that's a wrap mm-hmm. for Guide to the Unknown for this week. That's right. Um. Uh. But yeah, one last call to uh uh, uh call yeah. to action. Yeah, absolutely. Head over to patreon.com slash gttupod to check out our new tiers and get in on our new bonus episodes of the Netherworld Dispatch. Yep. Existing patrons, don't forget mm-hmm. to pick yes. a tier. Um, otherwise, Patreon's going to leave you out in the cold. Right. That's just the way that they it, operate. Those posts that contain like the the bonus episodes just won't appear for you unless you put yourself in that tier. So make sure you do that. Yes. Thank you all to everybody mm-hmm. who had been donating yes. really generous amounts. Totally. Our tiers are still set up so that mm-hmm. while they are $4 minimum for right. another World Warrior, you can enter whatever amount you would like. Yeah. Uh, we really appreciate anything that you offer. We really, really, truly do. Thank you. Um, and uh, for, for everybody out there, mm-hmm. please follow at GTTUPod on all social media to stay up to date with all the spooky news going on in the world throughout yep. the week yep. you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash gttu pod to join the facebook secret society to chat with other uh, uh people who watch or listen to the show mm-hmm. and hey you can also talk to Kristen and myself why not i'm at chillin Kristen on instagram and twitter i am at the myth traveler so thank you all once more for hanging out with us we will see you next week for more spooky goodness but until that time comes we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we.